Hello? Who is this? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Carden. Every week, we talk about something horror genre related, specifically on Thursdays. And this week, we have an in-person guest in the studio, <laughs> my bedroom. Please welcome back an OG co-host, a guest, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. I, what are words? It's .com. Oh my god, where? I love her. She is a future Power Ranger. Yes, yes, I am. That's I all am. I'm gonna say. Put in my application. Um, we're gonna see what colors are left. Um, I'm hoping for like cerulean. Cerulean's in this year. Have they had an orange Power Ranger? Rarely. I think like twice. Work. If you were a Power Ranger and you had a mighty morph into an animal, what animal do you think you would have morphed into? My basic gay ass says cat, which is like really, really dumb of me. So if I think about it more, my basic gay ass says unicorn. Unicorn? Okay. If you were a cat, what kind of cat though? Oh, God. Um, like a sphinx so like, or a calico? I'm so basic. So my first instinct is Neon Cat, the little Pop-Tart thing that oh. shoots rainbows at its butt. What if you're a grumpy cat? I don't think I have the intellectual property for that, so they'd sue me. Well, grumpy cat's dead, so they can't sue you. Dang. The actual cat died like three years ago or two years ago. Oh, wow. Well, his legacy will, you know, live on and on. Rest in pieces. In the arms (laughs) of I can't believe, like, that was our, like, memes. It was, like, neon cat. Neon cat, grumpy cat. Yeah, no. And mustaches and robots. I heart boobies bracelets. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive uh, in America. The hot topic clearance bins are thriving on this podcast. Jesus Christ. If I were to Mighty Morph into thing, anything, it would probably be like a rat. <laughs> Just a rat jumping around the corner looking for food. You could like use your little tail to like grab onto stuff. <laughs> Whip around someone's neck and snap it. Like in this movie that we're about to review. Oh my god, that part? <laughs> Dot came over because we were doing a fitting for an outfit, which you will see in the future. Mm-hmm. But while we were here, I was like, why don't we like w- review something for the podcast? You suggested Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, no. Great I soundtrack too. Heard- oh my god, the songs are so catchy. Yeah, no, I heard about it from my boyfriend. No one else has really been talking about it that much that I've seen. I haven't seen anything either. Yeah, and so it was, like, weird. I'm like, I heard that this movie was coming out. Oh, my God, it's out. Oh, my God, can we watch it, please? Mm-hmm. And we watched it. And Nicolas Cage says nothing in it. He knew every word, though. He knew the whole entire script. But he improvised what? He improvised, like, dancing at one point, mm-hmm. right? Which I knew. I knew when I was watching it. There's a scene where Nick Cage is dancing while he's playing a video game, and I was not like, a, I, "Not a video game, a pinball machine." A pinball machine. Yeah, sorry. he was improvising that, and I knew when he was like dancing that it was a hundred percent improvised. But we're yeah, we're talking about the movie called Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, uh, which is a movie. Give us like a quick non-spoiler synopsis of this movie. Okay, so basically, is a movie where like. So you go like through one of those towns that nobody really lives in. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Like you're just like driving <laughs> along the road. If you're going from like Atlanta to Pensacola for some reason and you're driving through some place, let's just say Alabama or whatever, and then like you get flat tires. It's basically like a video game setup. So like you break down in an old little can I say hick? Yeah. Hick town basically. Sure. Why not? Yeah, a hick town basically. And then there's no one else around except for one person who will fix your tires. But there's no internet in this town, and so the ATM don't work. And to make money, 
they have you work at a semi-abandoned children's restaurant that has animatronics. But, like, what if you had the money? Oh, then you're fine. Then the credits roll, and that is it. End of the movie, five minutes in. Literally. Yeah, but of course, like, so it's a horror movie, and if so, you know, the animatronics come to life, and they try to kill people. Some witchcraft, some demonism, paganism, Satanism, things happen, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so, apparently, this movie is not related to Five Nights at Freddy's at all. Not at all. However... It's basically the same thing. Yes, like killer animatronics inside of like a theme restaurant yeah that's what it is it's basically a themed restaurant with like a ball pit and shit like a game with a ball pit that you know has a little bit of pee in there still i've heard some crazy things about ball pits like it's like Mm -hmm. they find the most craziest things in ball pits like scissors like were found in one like syringes Fucking Rugrats, man. They're going a little crazy <laughs> nowadays. Jesus. I know, that's crazy. But this movie does star Nicolas Cage, who is um, apparently known as the janitor. Mm-hmm. You don't know his name at all in this movie because he says, I'm not kidding, y'all. He doesn't say anything in this movie. But it's so cool because, like, you're so used to, like, the main character being all like, oh, my name's Jim McGee, and I'm over here from the big city trying to do blah, 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 and I'm the main character, and my wife died. But no, he just says nothing, no explanations. And that's honestly what makes this movie great is because they're not taking it that seriously. They're all like, we don't have to explain shit to you. You're going to enjoy this. And they know that we enjoyed it. I think it was a really good movie. <laughs> I had it fun. It was a movie. You had fun. <laughs> you can't deny that. I had fun watching it. Now, is it like, was it like a barely early stage script? Yes, no. it was. No, because they revised the script. They did? Yeah, like they took a look at that. People like, it wasn't like a, oh, we have to rush and get this out. They had it ready for um, Halloween and, and stuff, but then COVID happened, so. I feel that it was very rushed. It's very like first, well, it's very first draft script. I know that as someone who's, like, written scripts before, it's very, like, oh, I don't know what they need to say here, so I'm just gonna have them do something, like, really dumb. I would love to see your version of this. I want to write a a short story book. I do. Or even, like, uh, a horror movie would be fun. Mm -hmm. Because usually, like, in script writing, one page equals, like, one minute of screen time. So I just have to write, like, roughly 90 pages of something. But then what do you do when the character doesn't talk? You just have to have him, like, sitting That's there cleaning. What... It's so fun. So, basically, he's, like, this, like, super awesome badass dude who, like, is very dedicated to capitalism, which I super, like, love. Well, it's weird. I it's think like... he's just Nick Cage. <laughs> That's what I was saying, yeah. Like, Nick Cage just, like, walked onto um set and just started playing pinball, and they're all like, holy crap, get the cameras. That's Nick Cage. We need to get this immediately. Mm-hmm. And they just start filming around him and said, like, hey, yo, intern, put on this puppet suit and let Nick Cage <laughs> beat the shit out of you. Literally, like, and things happen so fast. I guess we'll, like, just start from the beginning of the movie because I know, like, if we talk more about it, we're just gonna, like, be all over the place. We are. So, the movie starts off with two random characters. They die immediately within one minute. They mm-hmm. mean nothing. They get attacked by air. One but gets... they still got paid because they're SAG actors. Yes. Or fag actors. Which one's the film and film art- artist guild? Film artist guild. Is yeah. It? Yeah. Fag. They're fag actors, yeah. So they got Work. paid for this still. <laughs> I love that for them. But we cut to Nick Cage's character. He is driving and his tires get popped by like one of those zigzags they call it. Yeah, they like throw it in the street and it like it's usually cops use them to like stop people. Yeah, or like the bank whenever you try to like reverse and then they pop your tires. Yeah, yeah. That used to be a thing. I think they took those out, but that used to be a thing. Also, imagine yeah. th- doing them doing that in drive throughs. 
Oh, that would be awful. Like reverse back to the first window and then your flat, your tires are flat. I know people who have fallen asleep in a drive-thru before. Like after like drinking. They'll go out and drive and then they'll just like fall asleep. I've witnessed it. Someone fall asleep in a drive-thru That's and I had to go around them. Crazy. Yeah, don't do that. Don't drink and drive and also don't fall asleep in a drive-thru. But he was drinking a whole bunch of punch. Yeah, it, it said pop on the can too. Oh, it said punch pop? So yeah. basically, Nick Cage's character, like, we don't know that much about him. He's called the janitor. He drives a little blue... Is he called the janitor? Car. Yeah, it's his name, his first name, the last name, janitor. Oh, okay. And then, like, he's addicted to this, like, a really weird, like, energy drink that, like, you know, isn't sponsored. They could have gotten Red Bull. But I guess also that might have, like, legal implications. Yeah. You know? the, Red Bull already got sued once, so mm-hmm. maybe it's not for the best. But he, drink his, he drinks this thing called Punch all the time. That's, like, his <laughs> only character trait. Maybe that's why he's, like, aggressive. He literally, like, punches the shit out of these animatronics mm-hmm. work. Also, before I get too far into it, the director, it was directed by Kevin Lewis. Wasn't familiar with any of his other work. The screenplay was by G.O. Parsons, who also wrote The Roommate. Do you remember The Roommate? Oh, the one that we kicked out? Oh. Wait, did you kick them out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I was like... Silly. I was like, um, she's listening to this podcast. But yeah, he he wrote this movie called The Roommate. It's like an old, like, it's very like a PG-13 horror movie just to get, like, people in theaters. It's okay. that kind of movie. I'm just going to say the only other person that matters that's kind of in this movie is, her name is Emily Tosta. She plays Liv, who is, like, the other kind of main character. So as Nick Cage, he gets his car towed. He passes by this girl trying to set this amusement restaurant Chuck E. Cheese like thing on fire. On fire. Yeah. yeah. No, she has this big old thing of like it looked like TNT or something. Yeah, like and, comical like TNT. Yeah, and she's all like, I'm gonna wreck it and then like her little supervisor, police person, like her parental figure who's also the chief of police or whatever, is like, Hey young lady, get in the car, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Little missy. Like chains her up to a fucking radiator. In the middle of like some trailer park. I only oh my god live there. Yeah, like okay, so y'all when we talk about this is a small town, it's like the back swamps of like of Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi. Like it's just random trailers. Like there's no like there's no McDonald's or fucking Walmart. It's just these like trailer houses. Yeah. Which if you live in one, no shame. But like it was just it seemed very strange. The well, setting. no, the thing is like it was a trailer. Um, she got locked up in the trailer, but it seemed like it was abandoned. And that was a weird thing. And you yeah. just left your child there while you go work the rest of your police person shift. But of yeah. course, um, lucky for her that Nick Cage is on set and she just sees him like walking fast. And she's like, oh my fucking God, that's Nick Cage. They make eye contact with each other because she's like getting pulled into the, the trailer. Because she's grounded. But she knew yeah. in that moment he was about to die. Yeah. And it was like, the weird thing is, like, it's, like, slow down of them, like, staring at each other. Nick Cage staring at anything looks kind of awkward. I think and this was the scene where they actually did, like, a really quick back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. At least, like, eight or ten times just them looking at each other. And I was like, is this supposed to be romantic? I wasn't sure. Right. Because he's really old and she's she's technically supposed to be a kid. The sheriff refers to all of them as kids. Mm-hmm. Her and her friends, so... I mean, if you think about it, we are all children of God. Can I get an amen? No. A uh, woman. <laughs> a woman. I want to see how old this actress is. Uh-huh. So I she was know. born in 98, so she's probably 24 or 23 right now. Jeez. So, yeah, I can't really picture her as a, a 
I think she's supposed to be playing a teenager. I have no idea. Honestly, the media has messed us up ever since I started like <clears> watching <throat> high school dramas and they were in their twenties. And I'm like, why don't I look like? Why yeah. don't I look like I'm in my twenties? Yeah, but I'm fully fourteen. Yeah, looking like a fucking baby. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just a baby. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward. He has to work at this. What, what are they called? What would you call those? I like don't a Dave know. and Buster's? Oh, like, oh, what oh, do you call? Restertainment. No, Entertainment. Restertainment? No. Oh, wow. I don't know that? what they're called. But it's basically like, you An animatronic, like, yeah. themed restaurant. He's working there for the night because they're going to work on his car because he can't pay because they're not taking any credit cards. Or as the guy, this like mechanic says, like, we don't take plastic credit cards. I just refer to him as Nick this whole movie because whatever. Oh my God, I forget. Mm-hmm. So the guy, the mechanic works with the guy who owns the restaurant, Willie's mm-hmm. Wonderland. Yeah. Tex, what is his name? Magoo or something? I, I have it written down. See, now I want to call him... McAdoo. There we go, McAdoo. Tex something McAdoo. Because I want to call him Tex-Mex. Yeah. But it wasn't Tex-Mex. Tex-McAdoo. But also he basically is like... If you remember, Doug Dimidone, owner of the Dimsdale Dimidomes from Fairly Odd Parents, is gives very that. <laughs> this man is from Texas. He has the hat. He has the accent. His accent has the a mustache. hat on top of it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like so like thickums. I cannot believe this man. But he exists, he's real, and he is an entrepreneur, y'all. Yeah. It's crazy. And so he's all like, hey, yo, you can come into this thing and work for me. Text McAdoo. Yeah, make sure you take some breaks and keep working and clean up the place. Right. And then they, we all, I don't get all the names of all the creatures, so there's, there's nine, right? I think there's, there's nine like either of them. eight or nine. I'm I think they're supposed sure. to be nine. Okay, so let's see. There's Tito the Toidle. Oh my God. There's okay. like Ozzy the Ostrich or something. Nighty Night. There was the Siren. Sarah the Siren. Yeah. There's, uh, I think it was Cammy the Chameleon, Willie the Weasel. There's like an alligator. I'm forgetting some. I'm like trying to like pull it up right now. I have to know this list because, because there are so many. Like you would think the, that like because if we're comparing oh the gorilla this, yeah if we're comparing this to like Five Nights at Freddy's there's like what five or six I think I have not played the game yeah. I'm scared but like I think there's four in the first one yeah I think that's a lot okay so we have here we go. Willie the Weasel, Artie the Alligator, Cammy the Chameleon, Gus the Gorilla, Ozzie the Ostrich, Nighty Knight, and Siren Sarah. That's seven, though. Did I miss one? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven. They're missing one. Because I, I just like did eight were. earlier. Yeah. Did we say Gorilla? Yeah. So, and they had one that was, like, vaguely racist. I think that was the turtle. Oh, yeah, there wasn't the turtle. So The, the turtle turtle's not listed here? Yes, and there was also Tito the Tweedle. Yeah, because he was, like, this really weird, like, he's a turtle, except they're, like, give him this, like... They gave him, a like, sombrero a sombrero. Yeah. And, like, a little guitar. Yeah. And then when they're beating... Well, you know, I guess spoilers, but, like, he also speaks in Spanish. Yeah. Like, later on in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like... I guess he he would, but like still, it's it's random. It's like, is this racist or, or is this representation? Well, I mean, we see people later in the movie when yeah. they're like doing a flashback of the restaurant. They're wearing like the sombrero and big mustaches. I think that's pretty offensive. Oh, we'll we'll get to it later. It just doesn't make sense. So he's working here, uh, Nick Cage. First of all, as he's working there, we get a, a cut back to like two guys helping uh, Liv get like on like get out of the trailer 
Oh, which it wasn't we two guys. It was like the whole squadron of children. Yeah. So apparently, like, there's a whole bunch of kids who are all around the same age, who all hang out together, who are all conventionally attractive. Some of them more attractive than others. Well, and the thing is, when we first saw it, we were like, oh, there's only two people. But when they open the door to go in, there's a full cast of other people right. coming in. Like, there's way too many characters who got introduced at the same time, and that lets you know that they're all going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is almost sad and tragic. And they have the most blandest names, and they bring them up in the most, like, blandest way. It's like, well, we when were waiting on... for that, because, like, we're like, okay, who's everybody? And you know yeah. that thing that you do when, um, when you're writing a script is like, uh, hey, well, Josh, hey, that's fucked up. Hey, Tara, drop my croissant. Yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. It, it was very much like that when they're like on the rooftop and they're like arguing with each other. They're like, "Chris, are you going to say something stupid?" And they're like, "How about you, Dan?" Like, no, it's like, "Oh, it this took is when we get ever to get to that." We it was an know. hour. It was yeah. like an hour, and it took them forever to just get to that point. And they they're the most blandest names. It's Kathy. Dan, Chris, Aaron, Bob. Bob. I love how, like, we kind of, like, learn Bob's name, like, as she's, like, moaning it, I feel. Yeah. Like, I know that's not what actually happened, but just she's, like, you know, hooking up with Bob a little bit later, and she's like, oh, Bob. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's his name, B.O.B. B.O.B. We're calling him Bob, yeah. Yeah. They unlock her because they're like, okay, our goal is to destroy... Yeah, from the trailer park. The trailer park. They, uh, they get live and they're like, okay, our goal is to destroy the, I'm just going to say the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Let's not, because... The, um, let's just say Willie's. Okay, let's they, take a break um, from our sponsor, no. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Basically, they're all like, hey girl, we saved you from the trailer park of abandonment and death and doom. She's like, okay, cool, thank you for that. Now, fellow children, follow me into um, glorious battle as we take on these animatronics, uh, at least from the outside, to go help this poor old man. Yeah. Um, well, do they even know at first? like that there's a guy in there because like, yeah, everyone no, else is like said, let's burn down the place and they're like she's like no he's in there we gotta save him her compassion for Nick Cage is so like unmatched for a man that she just met never talked to she is infatuated with him in a way so she's like so dedicated to saving him specifically that she like dare I say it risk all her friends like literally does not care that her friends die yeah I do love that uh, I think yeah her name is Kathy the other woman in this film uh, that's in the friend group. Like, all the guys are like, oh, idiot, how are we gonna get her unlocked from the radiator? She just, like, comes up and she's, like, the slutty girl, quote-unquote. Same. She just walks up and pulls, like, a bobby pin and, like, unlocks it. And they're like, mm. It was very much girl boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, girl boss. You better right. unlock those handcuffs with a bobby pin. Lock it, lock it, unlock it. Lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it. Yeah, it was super great. Uh, and so they make their way to go. She convinces them to go save Nick Cage, who's been doing fine, actually. Which Pretty is really good. weird. So, like, the thing that makes this movie so amusing is that we're so used to, like, you know... The characters being super distraught by the situation that they're in. Um, they're all like, oh my god, I'm gonna get killed by this thing. Yeah. But Nick Cage's character, the janitor, does not care at all. He does not give one shit. He really doesn't. Like, the ostrich, like, comes mm-hmm. up, like, walks up to well, him. Because yeah, he spent the whole entire night basically cleaning. He's, like, wiping down the toilets. He's, mm. like, spit-shining everything. Like Getting graffiti off of the walls, like, yeah. really well. It is great. And then, like, he gets attacked by the most amazing, beautiful CGI ostrich that you've ever seen in your whole entire life. Straight up a person in the costume. They they're even like credited, I believe. Yeah, no, it's great. Like basically, imagine being like pecked at by Big Bird. Yeah, because there's a person inside. Uh, yeah, there. a big like noodle. And so like you know, evil has now revealed itself to the janitor. 
really quick too. Yeah, like this is like it, there was no suspense built up. It was just like he's cleaning, and this ostrich comes up and literally start physically fighting, and he's like using a mop or a broom to yeah. beat the shit out of this ostrich. It was very unprompted because you would think he'd be all like, you know, oh, you accidentally moved the um, the token bucket of evil, and mm-hmm. now you must put that back where it belongs, or we will come get you. They're all like, hmm, meat. Yeah, and they just like start to attack him, but not all at once. Just the ostrich. Yeah, just the ostrich. It's very like, oh, we need to have a moment for each of these characters, which I think there's just too many. There's right. too many of these. But the ostrich's animated. friends are like all the, like, you know, the other animatronics are like in the back of the ostrich. They're just still like just watching, still. yeah, just watching. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. But Nick Cage he beats the shit out of it, rips its like spine out, right, and then goes back to work. Yeah, like nothing happened. He goes back to like playing video. Ga- uh, sorry, playing the pinball machine in the kitchen. Yeah. The pinball machine is in the kitchen. He just goes back to work and he's just drinking these cans of this like energy pop. Yeah, it's thing. really great because like I feel like that's what makes this so different from other horror movies is because he is not distraught at all. In fact, I feel like this is a horror movie for the animatronics. An unknown entity enters into their space with which they cannot fuck with. Yeah, literally. And so like he's over here defeating all of them and I guess there was a final we'll get to that part later <laughs> of the final girl. Oh my god. He gets cut on his cheek, so he uses duct tape to cover it. Very drag 101, drag band-aid. That. Like, he like doesn't care. He does not give a shit. He just got spooked by demon animatronics, and then he's all like, Okay, cool. Well, I still need to make this shmoney, yeah. so I'm going to go back to work. They're not going to pay me. Puts yeah. a new shirt on. That's like the, the the gimmick throughout the movie is after he like beats the shit out of something, gets bloodied up, he just gets a new shirt, a work shirt. Pro gamer. Like. Pro gamer, yes. I guess, like, yeah, literally, like, right after that, um, he's, like, cleaning more graffiti, and this is when the gorilla's in the bathroom. I want y'all to know, after he cleans up an area, a monster attacks him and completely destroys the area and then he cleans it up again again like okay so before like he's in the bathroom cleaning that up it's just graffiti and like you know piss stains around like the bowl yeah and then the gorilla attacks him and they're just fucking with him they're like having like you know they're like ooh, you're getting close you're getting colder oh you're warmer oh where am i and then they attack him. So they're just, like, messing with him just because they know that they can. Yeah. And at one point, like, he's using, like, a plunger on the fucking gorilla's face. Which is amazing. Th- now, okay, now people throw this word around. They People throw the word camp around a lot. This movie is camp. It's camp. He says no lines in this movie. Nothing. The character, you, you know more about the animatronics than you know about other characters, and you still don't know a lot about the animatronics. Right, but also there are apparently these, like, weird demon animatronic things that have killed multiple people, but then he just takes him out with a little headbutt oh my god like literally at one point he just punches them in the face and they're like gone yeah yeah so he beats the fuck out of this gorilla the gorilla dies and then now he has to go and fix all the drywall i wonder how he how they filmed this i'm assuming they did like all the cleaning scenes first yeah and then, like, spray-painted and dirtied up the place after, and that was their last scene. That could have made more sense. That's movie magic Because right that would there. be exhausting to continuously clean up everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I'm not on the, the set design of movies. Oh, he's filing his nails at one point. What a queen. Right. What a queen. And then the kids eventually break in. Okay, yeah, because they're, they're starting to pour gas on the building. And Liv, like we said, Liv suddenly is like, I care about this man I've never met before. And the other friends are like, okay, well, that's fucking weird. Then go in on your own. So she goes in on her own. She's crawling through the vent. The alligator attacks her at one point. She gets free. And then 
Sarah the Siren attacks her. We actually get, like, this really cool scene. I like the set design because it's, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, fairy lights everywhere. It's really pretty. I would, like, live there. Yeah. I would like that for, like, a room aesthetic. It's, like, a very, like, neon rainforest cafe treehouse, like, yeah. Tarzan, but, like, a little neon nighttime rainbow aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. But we get this, like, cool scene where it's Sarah the Siren, which I want y'all to know. It is just a regular person. Wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. So we've already had, like, you know, reptiles, gorillas and stuff, like, in, like, costumes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But this is just, like, a person with, like, a giant, like, Pixar-looking head on. Yeah, like, very, very, like, inside-out kind of, like, head on this person. Exactly. Oh, yeah, the happy one. It looks like happy. Yeah. It literally looks like that. She, like, attacks her. We get this cool scene where, like, Sarah, like, does a backflip and crawls up the wall. And I was like, okay, that was actually... It didn't look that bad. It like, was I've got a gag. Really, it didn't look that bad. It was a little bit terrifying. Just because yeah. also, I feel like with animatronics, my brain thinks, oh, very big, bulky, animatronics, slow. Yeah. And so for Sarah to be, like, a regular, regular person who's doing, like, acrobatics and stuff, I'm like... Oh, she could mess me up if she wanted to. She has this big old, like, mouth that's full of, like, dripping, like, teeth, but, like, Tinkerbell eyes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Things that don't make sense about this movie. So, Liv goes in there. Like I said, they all, all the kids, quote-unquote kids, they all know that these are killer machines, right? Killing people. She goes in with no weapons, and it's just planning to fist fight this character. And, of course, like... Sarah the Siren, like, fucks her up. And we don't even see Liv later until she randomly falls on Nick Cage. Which I'm like, how did she survive? Like, Nick Cage surviving is like, of course, I'm the main character, so I have plot powers. Yeah. But Liv, she somehow, like, escapes the clutches of Sarah... I keep wanting to say Sarah Silverman, and I know that is not it. (laughs) That is not her. Somehow she's able to escape her, so that was, like interesting yeah unbelievable but okay it worked we need you know main girl to survive the friend group outside and the girl's like guys we gotta go in for her we gotta save her she's got like a random accent now Mm -hmm. and they go up to the roof and as they're talking this is when like nick cage walks into the room and Liv just falls on her and we haven't brought this up every time nick cage's watch goes off he he starts to drink that energy drink and then he just plays pinball every at any hour, time in the movie every hour on the hour it feels like or maybe every 15 minutes yeah it doesn't really like it's never clarified never explained i just love that because it's just like routine you know yeah because like at one point like spoiler alert for later they're about to fight like live and nick cage they're about to fight and his watch goes off and he just leaves her that is so funny to me. It's so random. Like, imagine, like, you're, like, grinding, like, in a video game. You find, like, it's the final boss. And then, like, you and your friend, you have, like, powers that, like, work together. You're the healer. They're the tank. Yeah. And then you're all, like, one moment. You go fight this thing. I gotta go eat pizza rolls. I gotta go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's, like, yelling at each other. Like, the other group are all yelling at each other. And they... F- physically fall through the roof. So they should have died right there, but luckily there's a bowl pit. Yeah, literally right underneath them. They said um, bring it to the bowl. This is when we get some like random like Nick is Nick Cage is a human sacrifice. And then this is when we get the serial killer backstory about oh. how Willie's Wonderland was owned by a serial killer who like killed families there with other serial killers who had the animatronics like I said, they're not animatronics if they're people in costumes. That's just a mascot. Yeah, I don't know. That part was like really weird. So I was actually very much hoping that they were just like demons who found their way into animatronics, but then mm-hmm. giving it like a really weird like 
oh, we're actually messed up, psychologically damaged serial killers who just enjoy killing people, and now we have a vengeance and we made a deal with the devil. I feel like that's been done before, because you were saying um, with Chucky, it was another serial killer in in, in, in an inanimate object. That's so hard to say. In an yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna fucking try. Mm-hmm. But in that, yeah, no. So we have a serial killer who's transferred their body to something that's not living, um, and I feel like that's been done before. I just wanted like these to be messed up, trigger happy, demony animals that just wanted to have fun. Yeah, but I guess we'll go with something that's a little bit more classic and palpable. Dot. Real quick, before we talk more about Nick Cage not talking, we are going to take an ad break. So, okay. period. Let's go. Do you love makeup? I know I do. That's why I use Drench Cosmetics. For those who don't know, Drench Cosmetics is a makeup company. Their mission is to create an environment to uplift and acknowledge the underrepresented creatives by shining light on those hidden in the shadows of others. I like to stand out with a great bold eye and thankfully Drench Cosmetics has a beautiful selection of eyeshadows to pick from. I personally love and use the Genesis palette. They have a lot of different mattes and shimmers to pick from. I also use the Deep Space Liner. The Deep Space Liner is one of the blackest eyeliners that I've ever used and it's for a great price as well. If you want to express yourself in a shining look, make sure you head over to Drenched Cosmetics now and use promo code TERRACARD for 15% off. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. That's T-E-R-R-A-H C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. And you can achieve a great, stunning look with Drudge Cosmetics. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. We are welcoming us back to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Nick Cage and Willie's Wonderland. You forgot the name. I did. I want to say Willy Wonka. I want to say <laughs> Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. So bad. So bad. It was supposed to originally be called Wally's Wonderland. I feel like that's easier. Wally, 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 world. Don't make me. I would have literally loved that if they played that at the credits. Willy, 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 Willy's world. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. As they're giving this backstory to Nick Cage, who doesn't care, Bob and Kathy oh. have gone off on their own. No, to- that was so funny, though. Like... So basically, Homegirl Liv is all like, hi, you're going to die. You're a human sacrifice. But this is the part, because like Nick Cage has not talked to other people so far, mm-hmm. and he's continuing to not talk to her as she's like pleading for him to save his own life. He's like, I have to do the dishes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't say that, of course. Yeah. He's just all like, no, and like walks off. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah, he's like totally ignoring her, so I'm like, why are they here? And apparently he's like locked in, right? Yeah, he's locked in. Um, Doug Dimmadone basically like shut the doors, put a, like a lock and a bolt and stuff on it, and so he cannot leave if he wants to. Yeah, I, so the group there's, let's see, there's four let's see, yeah, there's four of them with Nick. The other two, they know it's fucked up in there and they go, oh, let's go to that other room where all those people died and let's go, like, fuck in there. Yeah, because what happens is the animatronics come to, like, they turn on for a second. They're not coming to life. The animatronics just turn on Mm -hmm. and they sing a little song saying, oh, you're gonna love our special happy fun room. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids are all like, and the the two couple, the couple goes off and they're all like, you know what? 
let's go to the super happy fun room that the animatronics just sang about. Yeah. Yeah, which is also, you know, the place where a lot of the people ended up dying. Yeah. The thing that's kind of frustrating about this movie is, like, the characters know the situation they're in, it, they're in, and they still, like, are really dumb about everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, Nick isn't listening to them, so the four of them go out into the main dining area. And Willie's singing about a song about, like, five weasels, I don't know. Nighty Night comes out, like, mid-song and just stabs one of the guys, like, through the body, like, randomly. Like, it's pretty... It's actually not that bad. But with the dullest sword... I feel like it hurt because that sword looks dull. Yeah. Like, these are, like, worn-down animatronics. They are not, like, doing any metal work, trying to keep that thing all nice and pristine. He went straight through, stabbed him through the belly button. Yeah. With a dull-ass sword. And then the other guy slips on his blood, too. Yeah. (laughs) And dodges the sword. He, like, dodges the sword by, like, slipping on the blood. That was funny. That's pro-gamer moves. Yeah. That that would definitely be me in that situation. And I don't even think we see this character, like, actually, like, get his dying breath. They just, like, see him, like, laying on the floor. And she goes, like, Liv goes, like, sorry. Yeah, no, because, like, the uh, animatronics are starting to attack. So all the kids are all like, hey, gang, we gotta split up. And so they all go in different directions. Mm-hmm. And they just leave their friend on the floor dying. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. And we said this earlier. When, when we're introduced to all these characters, we know they are going to die. They look like father. They, they they look like they're not going to get any character development. They have very bland names. No. no. So there's the white boy leader one, the black one who's too tough, the black one who's nerdy, the slutty white one, and then the shaggy white one. Which is that one that gets stabbed through the chest, right? I actually forgot. I don't... I thought the um white leadery dude looks like the one who got stabbed through the chest. They're, they're both the same to me. Okay, but yeah, people are dying. Um, People are dying, Kim. <laughs> they split up and they get attacked. Like, the, the quiet guy, I think his name is Dan, he gets, like, trapped in one room and he gets, like, killed. Like, I don't think he had more than two lines in this movie. Not really. Uh, so my name's Dan. Yeah, he was like... I like to party. Yeah, I like, my name's Dan. Oh, where'd you get this weed from? Uh, I don't know. Just grew it. Where from? I don't know. How much How much THC is in it? I don't know. Yeah, that's, like, one of his, like, like, lines that he has, and that's basically it. That's basically it. My name's Dan. But, yeah, he goes into, like, what, I think it was, like, a phone room or something, Mm -hmm. and they had the, okay. Oh, the strobe lights. Most of the cinematography in this uh, movie was actually really fun. I enjoyed it, except for this part, but, because that's just an effect that I don't like. What they end up doing is they, like, do that thing where it's, like, one second of light, like, where you can see everything, and one second darkness. One second light, one second darkness, and, like, things are moving in, like, this really weird, like, piece by piece type thing and they did that for far too long i was not enjoying that part yeah the only time where i liked a scene like that was in a movie called 47 meters down below uncaged and we reviewed it for the podcast and they they physically have a light that blinks but it's like slowly like this it's not like like flat though the white and black flashing lights just someone who has like sensitive eyes especially to light mm-hmm. i don't like it i just don't like that in movies but he dies he had nothing interesting going on for him nick comes out he decides to actually help because he was everyone's screaming in this building it doesn't seem like a big building but it seems like they're not hearing it like they're all oblivious to everyone screaming like everyone else is still like the other two are still fucking while everyone is screaming in the other room true true but nick cage he's in the next room finally decides to come out Yeah, yeah he can hear them no but he didn't finish doing his dishes because he is a dedicated worker he is going for employee of the month he wants a 25 cent raise yeah he said capitalism is my friend and i don't care he kills 99 and i just wrote down thanks it was very late he looks at Liv and the others the other guys are still fucking so then Liv like takes him to where the other two are fucking which they die 
by the time they oh, get yeah. in there, Nick, Nick like, kicks the door in, like, right when everyone's dead. So, yeah, basically the room that they're fucking in is, like, this big old sacrifice room that, mm-hmm. like, they... Oh, they all kill killed them. each other. Yeah. yeah. I forgot to, I don't think I mentioned that. So, all the serial killers, uh, before the cops could get them, they all did, like, a suicide ritualistic pack. I actually really enjoy the fact that they got to... We keep talking about them fucking, but they got to fuck for a hot minute. And I'm happy about that, because usually they start doing the do, and then, like, before you can even, like, whip it out, like, that's when something gets, like penetrated it in a bad way mm-hmm. but for them they had like multiple like we went away we flashed back to them went away we cut back to them again and they were still going at it mm-hmm. i was like very impressed i'm like okay cool so they could at least have a little bit of a moment i was they waiting. have um a little a le petite mort before their big mort what does that mean so like in french orgasms like le petite mort like a little death oh. and so they have a little a little death before they have their big death oh wee wee <laughs> there was a wee wee yeah well we don't see wee wee i wish you did but i was actually expecting like them to both be penetrated at the same time because that usually like happens shish in... kebab style yeah yeah that happens a lot in horror movies during like a sex scene that doesn't happen the croc comes out and like bites his arm kind of it's like to clarify you said croc with an R, croc. Or is it an alligator? No, you croc, not cock. Sorry. Oh, croc, yeah. Yeah. That does sound like I'm saying cock. It kills Bob and then Kathy. The other two come in. It's a repeat of Nick Cage uh, fucking up another animatronic. It's so funny because like, they walk in and, she, and um, you can hear her scream and they walk in and they're both dead. So they missed it by that much. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, they could have helped, but we were too late. Yeah, they're too busy staring at each other quietly while Nick said nothing. Mm-hmm. The cops and people in town try to destroy the building, but it never happened. Yeah. They try to leave the building alone. Like, but... This is the part where it gets a little bit more cliche for me, because mm-hmm. they're all like, oh, we have this story, we've been haunted by this forever. And you would think that like grown adults would just be all like, hey, like super duper lock this up and or, like destroy it. Apparently the reason they haven't destroyed this whole entire building is because the last people who had the construction job um, were found murdered. So apparently, and their whole family, yeah. yeah, and their whole family was murdered, and no other construction person would take on that wrecking job. So that's why this place is still here. They were like, okay, we'll just leave the place alone. But when they left it alone, the animatronics came out and like killed people. So now they, yeah. the people in town, like the cops, the the uh, Tex Magoo or whatever his name is, Tex McAdoo, yeah, McAdoo, owner of the Dimsdale McAdoos, yeah, of the McAdoos, him and the me- the mechanic are in this cahoots thing with the animatronics to always give them like a sacrifice so they actually set up this thing where they they said like please don't leave this arcade this entertainment center Mm -hmm. and if you don't leave this entertainment restaurant we will feed you yes and by that means that's when they like set up a trap in the street so like a tourist gets their Mm -hmm. wheels fucked up they bring the tourists in they can't pay they have them stay for some reason they're like oh the hotel is full so how about you stay in this dirty ass willie's wonderland it's like don't you have a guest house in your place where you're fixing our car yeah no how about i just stay stay in the the floor here yeah Yeah, exactly it's like no you can take you over here it's fine i'm I'm not gonna go sleep at a big ass arcade do you want to go to the children's casino and sleep there (laughs) i'm good that's what it's called a children's casino that's what i was thinking of yeah basically yeah I love that, um, the cinematography of this part, because they do this thing where they, like, flick through every single family who's really been there, mm-hmm. and they show them doing the same thing over and over to make a continuous shot. 
Yeah. So it's still Tex Maxadu, but like, you know, in a white hat, brown hat, mm-hmm. blue hat, plaid hat, and a man loves hats. And like, the way they do it is just so beautiful. I would say that was actually pretty set up. So it's like the same like sequence of what Nick's going through, but like it's like a quick cut into like the next family and the next family and yeah. people. It was a like, super cut. I and you can see it. that they're like killing families. And one of the girls that survives was Liv, and that's the sheriff. Like the sheriff has been taking care of Liv. Yeah. Who survived that? I was like, okay. I feel like we should have had that in the beginning of the movie. I mean, I feel like it was like also kind of obvious, but not really. Like somehow the animatronics miss one of the kids, and so she's over here like, "Mom and Dad are dead, and I'm four. So yeah. like, can somebody help me with this?" Yeah. Also, in the backstory, it's going to be brought up. In the backstory, they said that the place was open in 1996, and later in the movie, we hear lyrics to one of the songs that says, "Proudly serving families since." 1984. I thought this place opened up in 96, but suddenly it's 84 now. I really hope there was, like, a mess up on our part, because, like... No, it no, wasn't. Like, maybe they said, like, oh, they reopened in 1996? I'm not entirely sure, but it was, like, really weird, because, like, they did mention both of those dates, 1984 and 1996. Yeah. But, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, speaking of, I don't know, uh... The chameleon comes in to the, oh, the arcade room. I love where the chameleon the, character. <laughs> it looks so weird. Cute, but I like though. that the, the colors change on it, too. Yeah. Um. So the, the chameleon walks into the arcade room, and she's like, I'm not like the others. We can be friends. And the dumb guy is like, yeah. Hey, let's he listen. Dumb. He was hopeful. He was optimistic. That's dumb. You know that those murder, those are murderers. No. He knew that. So he is dumb. Because it could be that thing where it's all like, oh, we're trapped in a body and I'm not like the other ones. We're just all trapped here. And so the chameleon's like, hey, homeboy, you can come and like help me. I'll tell you everything you need to know. We can help end this curse. We can like, you know, release our souls. Any questions about the afterlife, girl? I got you. Yeah, no. I wouldn't do that. She didn't even need to do that anyway. Bitch, they know, he knows that. about the sacrifice thing. I would not fuck with that. That's fair. Well, because look what happens to him. Because Liv comes in and he, he's like, no, it's okay. But then the chameleon, a second later, wraps its tongue around his neck and snaps him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just like... Liv and Nick Cage are about to fight the chameleon. This However, is the part we were talking about earlier. Yes. This is the part. His fu- his watch goes off and he leaves. He and says, beep, beep, who has the keys to the Jeep? And he just like leaves and her. And he gives her the knife A too. little pocket knife. Yeah. To fight a giant metal furry, well, scaly, scaly. animatronic. Yeah. And he's all like, well, he doesn't even say anything. He just gives it to her and leaves. Mm-hmm. They fight. Yeah, Nick Cage comes back and, like, saves the day, beats the shit out of it. Well, yeah, no, because that's after he does his little, like, game break. So we see her fighting, like, pew, 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 like, trying to, like, stab this thing. Mm-hmm. This thing's, like, throwing hands. Pop, pop, pop. And then we cut to Nick Cage, who's, like, in the kitchen, drinking a little off-brand Mountain Dew, <laughs> playing some pinball. He got the high score. Good job. Good job, Nick Cage. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I think I'm good now. I think I'll go kick some ass again. Yeah. Maybe. Wait. Let me chug some more. (sighs) All right. Now I'm good. Then at one point they're dragging the chameleon's body because it's still alive. And then there's the uh, the croc and Sarah are in the hallway and he just like punches them. Like one punch. Yeah. Literally one punch. Just takes them down. And then they run out and then the cop comes in. Yeah, no, because they're trying to go past them and they were just standing there menacingly. (laughs) They just took down one animatronic. It took like a few minutes. And then two of them are in the hallway standing there. And he's all like, one headbutt, one punch, and then they're out. Yeah. These are the things that have killed hundreds of people. Yeah. And they're out by one punch. Right. But a punch drink, I guess. The energy fucking drink. One punch! 
lunch. They make it out into the main area. The cop is like, no, we're going to like, cause the cop comes with the, the deputy. Cause the deputy character doesn't matter. The, they come in, they take Liv and, but they keep Nick there because the sheriff is like, I'm sorry, Willie, that we're doing this. We're, we don't associate with this man. Sorry for all the trouble. And they leave him there like handcuffed. And yeah. then the sheriff stays there, but the deputy takes Liv and as they're driving. Liv is like, are you sure you want to be a murderer? And I'm like, well, what field did he sign up to be in? He's a cop. So, yeah. yeah. The second one, he's like, I do have a change of heart. Tito the Toidle is on the top of the car. Yeah, like, they're, like, trying to, like, get away. He's trying to bring her back to safety. Then, of course, we get to one of the, like, weird scenes where the animatronics are able to escape the child's casino. But, mm-hmm. like, so the turtle follows them and is, like, totally attacking them with, like, he's speaking Sp- You know what? He's- I decided that it's not racist. I just think that there aren't a lot of other ethnic animatronics. That's what we're lacking. They're all white, and then this is the only Hispanic one we have. He's also a turtle. He's also a turtle. <laughs> a twiddle. Sorry, they say twiddle. Twiddle. Tito the twiddle. I like twiddles. I like twiddles. He's fucking up the deputy, like, kills him. But he did not shoot the sheriff. Yeah. And, okay, but when Liv goes out and she has the shotgun, she's telling the turtle to drop the keys... And somehow the turtle has the shotgun shells in his hand, like took it from her shotgun. They all have plot powers. Everybody has plot powers. Yeah, but she does get the upper hand and eventually fucks him over. My favorite thing is you can see the dead deputy on the ground, but it's cold outside. So you can see his breath leaving his body. Back at the arcade area, Nick Cage is fighting Sarah and the chameleon again. He, it looks like he kills Sarah and it looks like he kills the chameleon. So now... The last thing left is... Well, when, whenever he, like, finishes, like, killing um, when the animatronics, what he's been doing this whole entire time is he would take their dead animatronic bodies, put them into black um, plastic bags, mm-hmm. like little garbage bags, and then he put it by the door because he's locked in there. He's mm-hmm. not allowed to leave. They won't... He's not physically able to leave. But he's like, I still need to take out the garbage, which is their dead bodies. Well, he does... He actually does take out the garbage now because when he walks out, he sees the sheriff and just like waves to her. Oh, that is right. They, somehow the door the door is unlocked. Yeah. So he just like takes the dead animatronics, lifeless, already lifeless corpse. Yeah. And puts them in the trash can. Waves to the sheriff. He's like, "I know you." <laughs> he says, "Surprise, bitch." Yeah, I bet, I bet you, you thought you seen the last, last of me. me. Yeah. With his eyes, he says that with his eyes. Yeah. After that, he like cleans up. He like literally cleans up the whole place, which I'm thinking. If he's cleaning up everything in the building, that means he must have picked up these kids' bodies and just threw them in the trash. Right, because there's, like, five teenage, 20-year-old... Quote-unquote. 30-year-old, like, corpses, like, that are still in there, like, covered in, like, blood, sweat, and tears. And come And come Able to get all the stains out, like, removed everything, and, like, this place is now ready to open. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like, he did that all in one night. Excuse me. Yeah. For me, it takes me one shift. Like, a whole entire shift just to clean the bathroom. Literally. Yeah, it's disgusting. Quite literally. I mean, I guess he did get there during the day. He, like, got there during the day. True, true. When he, like, clocked in. Um, But he made sure to take, I guess, an appropriate amount of breaks. I guess that's that's the real thing with capitalism. Give us appropriate amount of breaks. And mm-hmm. we will get the job done. Or just don't overwork us. Or die trying. <laughs> or die trying. Yeah, literally. Die trying. <laughs> this is when we get Willie is the last one. And... Which is weird, because, like, he's just, like... Willie is the main character, like, the one that, like, everybody's named after... The, 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 the building is named after. Mm-hmm. 
But he's just watching all these animatronics die, and he mm-hmm. doesn't do anything. He said, I don't give a fuck. Right. They he's don't like, pay rent. I'm in charge. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't have any special powers. He just still has, like, some sharp-ass claw somehow. Oh, very sharp. Because yeah. when the sheriff comes in, she's like, we're going to get one more kill for Willie or something. I don't know. And then yeah. Willie pops up and tears her, like, clean in half. Clean in half. Like, like a fucking marionette puppet. Just mm. she flies. And this is, you know, now Nick Cage and Willie are fighting. He's fucking up Nick. Nick then gets the upper hand and, like, what is he? He, like, leaves and goes and gets a stick and then a, his, a bag full of cans. <gasps> right. But the crush cans, right? Yeah, so he's been drinking, like, punch, this energy drink this whole entire time. Homeboy was about to recycle all of his all of his cans and stuff, so he just happens to have, like, a bag of recyclables that he uses to defeat the final boss that's pretty dope like save the planet that must have not been that heavy though apparently it was i don't know i just think it's like it's really fun it's camp so like if it's camp it's gonna like weigh a lot you know yeah so yeah he i mean to make it cut this movie short he kills willie like the blood for the animatronics is just like black goo going also that's so funny that you said kill willie because that sounds like a variant of kill bill like, the Kill Bill threequel would just be Kill Will. Kill and then, Will. Um, the, the fourquel would be just, like, Kill Willie. Well, Bill is short for William. That's what I'm saying. Uh, 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 uh. I'm being abused. Dot abused as whole? Story. <laughs> Live footage. What are you talking about? You know, like, on YouTube, they'll be like, I exposed Jimmy Fallon today? Live footage. It's like, Dot abused this whole? Don't Story make me time. summon a monster to get you. Ooh, will it be a... Uh, an ostrich? <laughs> no, it's going to be a rat. The Mighty Morphin Rat. There we go. It's going to kill me. Exactly, yeah. Um, but it's morning now. Um, I almost, it looks like I wrote down <laughs> Madam Tex. Magoo, what's his name? The mechanic is Mac- back Mac- with... What's his name? Te- Tex Magoo? Yeah, Tex Mex, basically. And so, like... So... The mechanic is like doing donuts like in the parking lot. Literally. Right. <laughs> With Nick Cage's car. Right. So the whole thing is like, oh, here, Tex, we got this new car. Uh, here you go. And then Nick Cage's character comes out. Or he's like inside. Well, he's like, well, I'll be damned because he cleaned up the whole area. Well, that's one tough S-O-B. It wasn't a tough B-O-B because he died. Right. Your BF's about to get f in the B. BF is gonna be up in the beat. I hate that. That's from Scott Pilgrim. Nerd! No. Ah! They clean up the place again after mm-hmm. destroying Willie. Right. And then I wrote down, where's Liv? And right after that, I was like, oh, no, she's back. Because- oh, yeah. So, like, it was like fully like 2 a.m. when they like did their um thing on the road. Liv was like taking With down the cop? Yeah, because she walks Turtle. away. She doesn't take the car. Right. And so, like, she walked 1,000 miles and walked 1,000 more to get <laughs> and to Willie. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, she walked 1,000 miles and then she walked 1,000 more. To see Nick Cage tonight. And so she like shows up when everything's all done. And all her friends are dead. She doesn't look the least bit distraught. She just looks at Nick Cage. He looks at her. And then she looks at him. He gets in the car. And then she gets in his car. And they leave. Which is so weird because she doesn't live with it. Like she's... He hasn't said anything to her. Nothing. But because she's the final girl. And he's the final guy. They get in the final car. 
and they go to their final destination. Where this movie can finally end. <laughs> right. He offers her some pop. They see Tito in the road. They hit Tito and fuck Right. Him up. The turtle, like the, the last animatronic. There we go. So I was that, saying. That we know of. Yeah. Because at the, at Willy's Wonderland, uh, Tex and the mechanic are in the car and they're like, damn, wasn't that great? We're going to go celebrate and drink. But then Sarah the Siren comes up. And from like, the dumpster. From the dumpster because she was like still Kesha, moving. Looking like just like waking up from, from a night after drinking. Yeah, like P. Diddy. Right, exactly. <laughs> just like, uh, party don't start till I walk in. Till I explode the car because she explodes the car. She flies and yeah. then they, they die too. And that's literally the end of the movie. Yeah. And I said, he said nothing. What the fuck? Yeah, we were waiting the whole entire time. Like, maybe he'll have one big line. So apparently, after doing some research on this movie, um, they were going to have Nick Cage's character, the janitor, do at least, like, say one thing. Like, say one line to break his vow of silence. And it was going to be something like... Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Like, really? Yeah. And that would have been the thing that, like, breaks his, like, non-silence. I would have hated that. But I think it's really amazing the ability for them to tell a story or, like, to, like, give us, like, this characterization by not saying anything. After doing some more research, it turns out there are a few movies that are like that. One of the more known ones is Dumbo. The main character does not talk. But you know more about Dumbo's backstory than you know about Nick Cage's backstory. Well, Dumbo didn't kill as many people. But they didn't they kill his mom? Oh, spoilers! Oh. Um, I've seen the movie once when I was, like, Excuse me! Shit, I was gonna watch that. I actually does that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. I genuinely do not know. I just know the crows. I might be confusing it with Bambi. I just know it's a sad movie and I've never seen it again. I just know the crows and Dumbo are racist. That's Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. That they're racist too. Mm-hmm. That was that movie. Like I said, they their budget was five million and they made four hundred thousand, which is terrible. I mean I think Nick was told, Hey, can you be in this movie? And he said, Only if no, I don't say no, anything. No, 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 no. It was his idea. To not say anything? No, he wanted to do the movie. Really? Yeah. He was like, the reason that happened is because of him. He's all like, this seems fun. Let's go with it. Oh, it was a bad movie. <laughs> I would recommend it to my friends. I feel like, because also, like, here's the thing. Like, you don't have to pay attention to this movie at all. Okay. And you could have it on in the background and be like, this is silly. They said, we know you want to see Nick Cage beating up animals in a... In a non Peter, Peter, did you hear that, Peter? <laughs> no, um, but you, you want to see him like messing up these animatronics? That's all you came here for. We have a little a crumb of story for you, but you know why a you're crumb, here. a microscope of a story, a little morsel, yeah, yeah, of a uh, of story for you. But you know what you came here to see. The reason I wanted to watch this movie is because I wanted to see a grown man beat up Chuck E. Cheese, and that is what I got, and this movie delivered. But it wasn't even an animatronic. None of them are animatronics. Like, the whole thing is that they're, the killers were in those bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're, they were never animatronics. No. The but killer, they're putting it on like they no, were. the killers are not in those bodies. They are. They show them, like, in suits. They used to put on the suits, but the things that he are, he's fighting, they're technically animatronics. But the way that they had them move were by people being in suits. But what I mean is, like, even back in the day, there were people in suits. So okay. when did they become machines? They were sometimes machines. I, I think they just did it for a gimmick. You are not supposed to think about this movie. This movie, if you start thinking about it, it will make either, like, not enough sense or too much sense. Maybe <laughs> I should start a new business. Children's Casino. Children's Casino. Yeah. Gambling with these children's money. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have a future in college. Come here. 
But um, I don't know. I think it was honestly a blast. I would fully recommend that re- recommend it to watch with your friends or maybe a hookup where you don't want to really care about what happens at the end of it. I, I do that. I'll just put on a movie. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what happens. Exactly. I think this movie is like really great. I feel like you have to at least see this. If not for seeing Nick Cage be of animatronics, just to see the way that a character can exist in a story without saying anything. Mad Max tease. Mad Max tease. Mad Max Dumbo, yeah. Mad Max Dumbo. The Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Period. All right, well, Dot, where can we find you? Um, You can find me at... Um, Oh, God, what do I do nowadays? I'm on Instagram at the.com, T-H-E-D-O-T-T-E-C-O-M. YouTube, eventually. I know, I probably said that last time, too. Twitch. Twitch, definitely. Um, all of the same names. Twitter. Twitter. I, I, I do retweet things nowadays. Mm-hmm. Found out that people can see your likes when you like tweets, so make an alternate account. And, yes. um, yeah, that's what I do. And I'm Tara Carr. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me under most platforms under that name. You can find this podcast on Stay on the Line podcast on Instagram, Stay on the Line on Facebook, on Twitter, maybe at Stay on the Line TC for more updates and also i want to shout out my patrons so let me do that at our miss caller tier we have brandon w nathan d mystically and paula and then at our pp poo tier we have zachary m keith w jeffrey p Chandler a sunny days zinc cat coronation Winnie and Rebecca Carlson. So thank y'all for supporting me on Patreon. If you would love to support the Patreon, you can also go to patreon.com forward slash stay on the line, where at just $1 a month, you can subscribe and get early access to audio episodes. At the $3 and $7 tier, you'll get the video addition to the podcast and some bonus content like sewing tutorials. And at the $7 tier, you'll also get some other bonus patreon exclusive stuff so work thank you patrons thank you pay twins (laughs) pay twins and make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends we're available on almost all listening platforms and we have a new episode every thursday so until next time make sure you stay on the line line. bye